0: We'll <music> Hello everybody, welcome to FOMO Sapiens. I'm Raghav Talwar and today I'm joined by Naveen Raja Ram and Abhinav Kumar. Today we'll be discussing yet another IP franchise, the Mumbai Indians. Now, I mean for the past day or so, I've been thinking that this particular episode would be quite useless. I don't really have too much to think about the Mumbai Indians. I believe that they are going to win this year again. right? But then again, I'm a casual cricket fan. I can't nitpick as much as the two cricket nafis with me. So, Naveen, what would you say about Mumbai's chances this year? Would you say that they are indeed the favourites to win again?
1: Hey, Hi, uh, Raghav and hi Abhinav. Uh, Thanks for having me over here again. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, they have been the team to beat uh, for uh, the last two seasons in some sense. Although I think 2020 was a more, uh, one would say, emphatic victory and it was fairly uh, emphatic to the point where you know everyone uh, thought uh, would they even start losing matches uh, or do something stupid and hand the trophy to someone like dc so i think they are definitely the time uh, the team to beat and uh, they have shown why they are that but uh, my my mind says that this uh, this ipl there there will be a, a new set of cards have been dealt to them right i mean they are not playing their matches at Vankhede and they are not playing ah. all their matches at uh, in on a uh, uh, in the home base so i think there are at least nine matches in chennai and delhi so which are likely to be slower and low uh, you know drier surfaces one assumes
2: so with that with that
1: constraint now being put on this uh, champion team i think uh, we can expect uh, at least uh, um, a different set of challenges, and uh, uh, I don't yes. know if I don't know if the results will still be unchanged. But one can expect some yes. uncertainty in saying so, with confidence exactly. that confidence that Mumbai will uh, will win for sure.
0: Yeah. So I just like to sort of um, interject here, and I just like to actually I just like to add to what Navin is sort of saying. So on, basically, hey. just looking at what Naveen is saying, they're playing a lot of matches on you know. I mean, in dust bowls or semi-dust bowls, right? Like as you said, Chennai and Delhi, and they don't have the best spinners. Abhinav, would you sort of look at that as like a chink in their armor, uh, or to be more dramatic, their kryptonite?
2: Uh, actually, no. I I definitely don't see that uh, as the case because I think uh, for the conditions here, I think they've got the uh, they've got a decent bunch of spinners. I mean, they've Their strength has always been overseas fast bowlers. uh, The two overseas fast bowlers that play and they've been able to do uh, well in any condition that they've been put. Here's the thing. Uh, Mumbai are playing five games in Chennai and Chennai is a venue where Mumbai has not lost a game since 2011. So that is something that is uh, and uh, that is is something which uh, does uh, say uh, a decent amount of what Mumbai uh, can do, even on uh, tracks that are quote unquote not exactly helpful for them, uh, and, uh, and they've uh, they've been able to adapt to uh, the uh, to the uh, idea of uh, to being able to play under spin, spin-friendly tracks. So here's the thing, and uh, they've got a decent bunch of spinners. Rahul Chahar, uh, Piyush Shabla, who's the new uh, acquisition here. Uh, Khrunal, Pandya, Jayan, Tyada, Vanukul, Roy, I think it's a decent bunch of spinners. I mean, uh, all of them have good experience of the domestic circuit. They know uh, how the, like, especially P.U. Chawla. he's uh, seen how this, uh, how every track works in India, and he's uh, one of IPL's most experienced and underrated uh, spinners. He's one of the highest wicket takers of the tournament as well. So I think it's, uh, and he's a former uh, IPL champion as well with KKR, so I think he's it's it's not a concern i mean uh, mumbai's pin ranks are not a concern i mean it, it may not stand out in terms of the names i mean but this uh, but there is enough quality in them to be able to put uh, the best of teams to sword.
0: right so i mean, I, I just like to I, I would like to point out that last year when uh, Piyush shavla played and of course it was uh, it was an anomaly of a season last year uh, what with COVID and everything, but he registered an economy rate of 9.26 as far as middle overs were concerned um, in the, the in the games that he played last season. He played seven games last season, so uh, that is something which could have been uh, that's something which was a bit of an issue with their acquisition Piyush Chawla. But yes, I, I understand what you're saying. My takeaway would be that while spin like while they don't have uh, they don't have spinners at the level of say a Rashid Khan or someone else of a similar stature. They do have competent people there, right? And of course, it's Mumbai. We are splitting hairs over here, right? Because they're, just, they're a team which is just which are, uh, which is just so so good. Um, again, like we'll go, we'll do a little bit of nitpicking uh, as we go on, and we look at the opposite end of the lineup. That is, we look at the batting order. Should Ishan Kishan open, Naveen?
1: no i think i am i'm quite comfortable with uh, you know uh, quentin decock and rohit sharma being uh, at the top of the order uh, i think rohit is definitely going to open in the t20 world cup uh, at, going forward and uh, we would definitely want rohit opening uh, kishan kishan could open potentially for the first few games because quentin decock uh, may not be available for the first game surely or they can even look at chris Lynn and you know still keep Ishan kishan Gishan at his regular a batting position. So, I don't see any reason why Kishan Kishan needs to actually come in as opener. So, Rohit uh, can open with one of the foreign openers and you can, uh, I mean, in one of the earlier uh, uh, analysis, I think Harsha even suggested, you know, Jimmy Nishim could be a left left field sort of option where he could be a temporary opener while Quentin Bikov becomes available. But I think the opening combo that has worked best for them has been uh, Quentin and Rohit. So, that should be the that should continue. Then Sky and uh, uh, Ishan would be coming in uh, later down the order. So, I don't see any reason to tinker with that. Um, I think Rohit's got a big point to prove as an opener this year uh, because I think his returns have not uh, exactly been at in keeping with his standards in the past few years. So, I would say uh, definitely Rohit at the top and uh, a foreign opener to partner him. So, that would be my uh, opening combo.
0: I'd just uh, like to ask uh, Abhinav about um, the latest acqu- uh, acquisitions, just sort of moving away from the established in the team. I'd just like to talk about the, the auction for the Mumbai Indians for a moment. Of course, I mean, we can talk about Arjun Tendulkar and Marco Janssen, two youngsters who aren't, very well, who aren't too well-known. Well, I mean, one is very well-known, but not, uh, not for on-field reasons as such. Uh, they've, they've brought in Adam Milne or Milne. They've brought in Jimmy Neesham they've uh, they had re- they've released James Patterson and they've gotten Nathan Colton again. They had released him and then they bought him again. So who do we sort of see as uh, uh, the foreigners in this team, A? And B, do we see the two unknown youngsters, Janssen and Tendulkar, having much of a chance here, up and up?
2: Um actually Mumbai's auction business was uh they, they did not go into the auction with a lot of money. 15.35 crores was what they had, and they had to buy uh they had to rebuild an entire fast bowling unit once again, there especially the overseas, overseas pacers unit. And uh right. that there was some smart bit of business actually by Mumbai. They released Nathan Poultinay for eight, brought him back for five, and with the three crore that was balanced, just add another 20 lakhs. They bought a second pacer in Adam Milne. And Milne has, I think, his acquisition has a lot to do with the the fact that Shane Bond is uh, the Mumbai Indians bowling coach, and Bond has worked extensively with uh, with uh, uh, Milne uh, during his time as the New Zealand bowling coach, and now with the Sydney Thunders as well in the Big Bash League, where uh, uh, Milne has been uh, performing really well. So, uh, uh, and his uh, power play. Uh, economy rate in the last couple of years or three years has uh, stood at around 7.28 and his death horse economy rate has been 7.45. That's what I, was, uh, I read a stat about. That. Uh, I was reading a stat about him somewhere and yes. uh, those That's I brilliant. think uh, really sp- speak a lot about how good he is, he, he can be in, in those two phases. He's a top tail bowler so I think Mumbai have a real gold dust on their hands especially because he can easily hit those 145-150k barriers uh, effectively. So, uh, those are two very smart acquisitions. Jimmy Nisham again, look, I mean, uh, how much ever he may not be uh, exactly a big ticket acquisition, but I think as a a backup to somebody like a Kyron Pollard, he makes Mm -hmm. absolutely good sense because you're not expecting him to bowl you four overs. Uh, but he can definitely do a good job with the back attack towards the end. I mean, he's more than capable enough of hitting you or uh, gi- giving you a 15 yeah. ball 30 towards, Let's uh, not towards forget the he end. He was
0: also, uh, he partnered um, uh, Martin Guptil in the uh, Super Over in the World Cup final. Yes, right? absolutely. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a reliable figure.
2: And about Marco Jansen, yeah. the sto- uh, story goes about that he apparently in 2018, when India had been touring South Africa, and they were prepping for the Wanderers test. Uh, he had been bowling to Virat Kohli in the net. And mm-hmm. Virat was uh, very impressive. And this is a story that's come out on ESPN for as well. So he was very impressed. And Mumbai before, and apparently Mumbai had been tracking him for a very, very long, long while, uh, long right. time. And mm-hmm. uh, and they had asked, in fact, apparently uh, Zaheer Khan uh, was asked uh, in the post-auction uh, review, uh, uh, that uh, why about Marco Jans- Why did they go for Mar- Marco Yansen And that, uh, there he said uh, Quinton. Uh, he asked about Yansen uh, from Quinton Decock and Quinton decock told him he's more than ready for IPL right now. And he is a six foot seven, six foot eight left arm pace oh. bowling all rounder who can really hit the ball a long way. He's uh, he even toured Pakistan with the South African Test team uh, as a cover uh, as a, as a bowling cover. Uh, for mm-hmm. uh, for one of the pacers, so he's definitely somebody who is starting to uh, shadow around the national ranks now, and uh, it's a very exciting. He's a very exciting acquisition for this team. So I think it's a very good auction. Arjun Tendulkar, I mean, look, I mean, his uh, he'll unfortunately, unfortunately, he'll always be judged to what his father uh, achieved on the cricket pitch. So so I think good
0: thing that he's a strapping uh, tall paced bowler rather than. Uh, a bats like a pocket, uh, I mean, uh, not exactly a pocket dynamo, but rather than, I mean, a good thing he's not a batsman like his father, fundamentally.
2: Yeah. At least he's now officially going to be m- mentored by uh, the likes of Machine Bond and all uh, in that Mumbai Nets. And I think it'll it'll only help him uh, out in his cricketing career for whatever, whatever cricketing career he, he's able to achieved from henceforth. So I think it's a good signing. I I mean, uh, Mumbai played their auction cards very, very smartly, except for that part where they were about to go hammer and tongs of Chris Morris. Ah (laughs) yes,
0: that that may have just been strategy and playing games of chicken. But uh, that's for psychological and uh, that's for psychological experts to uh, talk about. Um, I was also just. looking at their bench. And of course, there's one very prominent individual there who was benched throughout last year. And you may remember the snide uh, Twitter, I uh, say the snide Instagram comment made by uh, Trent Bolt. Lenny, get us a water bra. Chris Lynn. <laughs> um, someone who I feel is... Uh, so just to give the our listeners a bit of context and because we've got nothing better to do on this particular episode. Um, basically, um. There was, there was a photo put out by the Mumbai Indians on Instagram where essentially uh, Trent Bolt was being told by Shane Bond how to bowl a knuckleball. And the caption was, can you guess what kind of ball is being talked about here or something along those lines? And Chris Lynn decides to be a smart aleck and writes, a slot ball. And then Trent Bolt wants Linny, go get us a water brah. But that, that was Chris Lynn's role last year. Right? He was basically chilling with um, and this is uh, uh, something we be coming with the likes of Mahela and Kane um, Khan on the balcony, while uh, uh, the, his teammates were out there playing. Do you feel that he's someone who could get an opportunity, or do you think it will be another quote-unquote wasted season for him, Naveen?
1: Uh, I think I think Lin might sit out more often than not, but I think the first game there is an opportunity to use Lin because, as I said, Decock isn't there. And you don't, and you already have another wicketkeeper in the team in uh, uh, Ishan Kishan. So I think you don't really need a like-for-like like replacement for Deccock. You can still bring in a attacking opener. But uh, I would say Lin's uh, ability to tackle spin, uh, you know, has been sort of uh, questionable in previous editions. It's, this is what I my assessment is. So I'm not so sure if uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know he would do very well in the power play. But uh, I think he has not. Been, uh, I mean, really uh, comfortable against spinners. So, on slower, dry attacks, I would still say uh, push Ishan Kishan up to open along with Rohit if in, if Quentin is not available and find a, a lower order batsman to sort of replace Dickock. Uh, 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 so, that could be a foreign batsman. And uh, I mean, it could be anyone. I mean, it could be Jimmy Nisham. Uh, in my case, I mean, I would say Jimmy Nisham uh, to be the lower order batsman or some sort of a floating uh, pinch hitter who can come higher up the order if at all uh, the situation demands it but um, i don't see lin getting games uh, he's just there i think as a backup opener just in case something uh, some kind of uh, unforeseen injury happens uh, I, I mean because mumbai have a very settled uh, lineup right so there is no need for you to tinker with anything right right now at this point of time the only reason you would do that is if a player is not available so lin seems to be destined to probably have Yet another season, you know, uh, on the sidelines. In my view, I'll be very surprised if he gets a game. Uh, so that's, that's just how I look at it. Uh, you know, he might be quite talented, but I am not so sure if he will play.
0: Yeah, I said. I mean, I said that. Uh, so I, uh, I said that we were also going to talk about Mumbai's management structure a little, but I think that there's nothing really to complain about. I mean, just look at that. Look at uh, look at their coaching staff. Head coach Mahela, director of cricket operations Zaheer Khan, but Robin Singh, Sachin. Shane Bond. You've got muscle man James Pamant, whatever. I think a former professional soccer player, uh, If I'm not wrong, then uh, and then yeah, you've got like a couple of competent physio and strength and conditioning coach, right? So this episode has um basically like been much. And, and not to nothing. forget,
2: also, also not to forget, the scouting star, the scouting uh, unit has uh, John Wright, Kiran More. Ah, right ah there you go
0: you can you can't, I, you can't as well as TA Shekhar
2: John Wright, yeah. TA Shekhar and uh, Kiran More so i think it's, right. uh, you, yeah, I, that, I think
1: mumbai have sort of uh, they should do a mckinsey case study on how mumbai scout and build teams over years because that is what they have made it into some uh, sort of. A I, think process. You, I think
0: you mean an HBS
1: case study. <laughs> it could be an HBS case study, but whatever you want. What, yeah. I mean, there could. This is this is uh, sort of a model now where they uh, look two three years ahead and then build a team from scratch. And they have, I think, when with the mega auction coming up, uh, people will start uh, uh, trying to imbibe trying the to uh, yeah invite the Mumbai model. But there's one thing which I think well, we should also talk about. Yes, is, uh, well, this year, this year I think uh, Hadik Pandya uh, coming in as bowler. Is something that will definitely change the equation for Mumbai because I think he was not available to bowl in the last season and he still uh, they that's still correct. managed to win it. Now I think they have an extra bowling resource, so I would say uh, that is exactly. something that uh, is is a big game changer for mm. the team. Yes, yeah.
0: of course we can also uh, say we can also talk about yeah, the he, Hardik bowling means that he is going to be included in the England test, <laughs> but that's a different that's a different issue. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 also we were ahead.
2: also we were talking yeah. about uh, the uh, about how Mumbai is. Uh, uh, scouting should be, be an HBS case study and all. Uh, there's mm-hmm. one line that from uh, Joy Bhattacharya during the Cripers Live uh, uh, show for during the 2021 uh, IPL auction. It's a okay. very simple line. When you uh, uh, when Mumbai Indians is bidding for an unknown player, go for him. That is an advice what? for every other team. He was absolutely right when he said it. I mean, when Mumbai is bidding for an unknown player... You need. You should just go eyes closed and bid for that guy because either there, because what he said there, either will be two things: either his price will go up dramatically that a Mumbai might not be able to buy, or he suddenly becomes a very he becomes that commodity that everybody wants uh, is desperate to go for because uh, if Mumbai because is scouting structure, uh, I mean uh, we, uh, I mean apart from the like of the two Pandya brothers in Jaspreet Bumrah. They've also been able to scout out a uh, Yuzvendra Chahal, who started out with Mumbai Indians. Akshar Patel was a Mumbai Indians uh, discovery. They scouted uh, Kuldeep Yadav in 2012. Mumbai had uh, had him in their squad during yeah. the 2012 season yeah. uh, this scout uh, nitish rana was a part of their squad for uh, for a better part of uh, and uh, nitish rana was a p- big part of their squad in 2017 and he was with them since 2015 then uh, shreyas gopal was somebody that mumbai uh, that anil kumble as a uh, mumbai indians uh, uh, mentor at that uh, mentor at that time was able to bring in a shreyas gopal from the domestic uh, karnataka domestic scene and, was, and uh, he did pretty well for them as well. Uh, so, I think, look, Mumbai Indians, when they are bidding for, uh, for every other team, when Mumbai is bidding for an uh, unknown player, like Joy Bhattacharya rightly said, bid for that player. Do not think twice.
0: That is, uh, I mean, those are words of inspiration indeed. Uh, those are wise words indeed from a seasoned head when it comes to cricket in Joy Bhattacharya. Uh, I think we've already... I was going to ask you guys about issues which you'd like to speak about other than what's been discussed, but I think we sort of covered those. Uh, Just a couple more things. Best 11s. And where do you think they are going to finish? Okay, forget that last one. I think we all know what we're going to... We're all going to predict the same thing. Best 11s. Uh, Very quickly, Naveen. Just very quickly.
1: I mean, it's... I I think I would make very few changes to what's already a great 11. So... I think once Quentin Dikov becomes available, yeah, it would be Rohit and Quentin at the top. Uh, Sky would definitely come in as number three for me, followed by Ishan Kishan. Uh, Then you would have uh, uh, Hardik uh, and then Pollard and then you would have Kronal. And after this, I think uh, I would probably give uh, Piyush a few games in Chennai because he was with CSK, so it doesn't, um, as as Abhinav already said, uh, he's the number, I think he's the number three, third all time greatest wicket. I mean, all time in terms of wickets in IPL, third or fourth, I would say. So, uh, in in that context, I think uh, he should get a few games ahead of Rahul Chahir. And uh, then you have uh, Bolt and Bumra. Now, for the third pacer, I would. Uh, I think Nathan Coulter 9 is there, but I don't know if Adam Mill deserves a, a go ahead uh, early in the season so that we can assess whether. You know, he can rattle some of these uh, people with his pace, you know. So if he goes for runs, then you can probably lean on uh, someone else. So I would say my openers would be uh, Rohit and Quentin. Uh, then they would mm-hmm. have Ishan, then uh, sorry, Sky, then Ishan, then uh, Hardik, then Pollard and Kronal. Few use early on, then uh, Bolt, uh, Bumra, and
0: uh, then I would say uh, Adam. And uh, Abhinav?
2: Yeah. So, uh, I think, uh, on similar lines to what Naveen said, uh, mm-hmm. I will, I will go with a slightly similar 11. So, uh, Rohit and Quindadikov, the moment he gets available as openers, uh, Ishan Kishan uh, and Surya Kumari Adav at uh, four and three respectively. So, uh, uh, Surya Adav at three, Kishan at four, uh, mm-hmm. Paul, uh and then that five, six, seven is a fluid one between, uh, between the two pandey brothers and uh, Karan Pollard. So they can interchange mm-hmm. constantly. Uh, mm-hmm. Eight, I think uh, would I think I would uh, and my four bowlers would be uh, Jaspreet Bumrah, uh, Rahul Chahar, uh, Trent Bolt. and I would not uh, and uh, use uh, maybe I'll probably go in with only three O C S players uh, for the first nine games which, which will be played in Chennai and Delhi. So one of Piu's Chawla or Jayan the Yadav, depending on the matchups, uh, what matchups Mumbai want to play. So, especially if it's a Delhi uh, Delhi they're, they're facing who have a lot of left handers in their batting order, I think it will not be a bad option to let Jayanth Yadav rip at them yeah. once again because he's been mean. Mumbai's yeah. a specialist matchup card against the Delhi Capitals and has managed to always uh, get, uh, get them going unstuck. Uh, Piyush Chawla against a team, uh, or Piyush Chawla, uh, you can use the 2 leg spinners alongside Krunal Pandya uh, in uh, against teams that have too many right-handers on them, and you want to take the ball, just uh, keep the ball spinning away from them. So I think a Piyush Chawla or a, a Jayant Yadav can be a decent matchup card uh, in that regard. And in the moment hmm. I think they they will play the last five games in uh, Kolkata and Bangalore. So uh, I think for those games, I think uh, immediately you can bring that third pacer in. Uh, either one of uh, if you want a bit of batting towards the end, if you want some cross seamers and hard length uh, deliveries uh, from uh, from someone. Then I think Nathan Pulteney becomes that option. Or if you want uh, want some raw pace at the top and tail of the innings, I think Adam Miller becomes that option.
0: Okay, that's very interesting uh, from the both of you. I did not know that you could analyze this team in quite that much uh, in quite that much depth. But I think that wraps up our episode for today. Uh, uh thank you both so much once again and i look forward to talking to both of you on uh, future episodes maybe ones where i mean obviously like we've taken a, a topic with not too much substance and given a fair bit of substance to it but maybe on more contentious uh, we could talk about more contentious issues Later in the future.
1: So you forgot the part about Rohit being a selfish opener. That would have been a contentious <laughs> issue, but but I think we let it go. I guess so. That's good.
0: look, I sort of look, I sort of alluded to it at the beginning. Now you guys need to pick up on my hints, nah, right? You uh, you have known me for over WhatsApp for more than six months.
1: I don't take bait, right. yeah, so easily after being on that WhatsApp group for too long now. So I know when not to
0: take bait. Uh, I I can just show everyone. The transcripts from just yesterday's chat. Then we then we'll see about I that. Know, know, okay, know, uh, that, that's 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 too much. Um, uh, thank you guys and good night. And um, yeah, uh, hope to see you again. Cheers. Thank you. Oh. Thanks a lot. Pleasure joining it once again. <laughs>